0: Last time on the front porch podcast i stream again this is why we do this just to see you know what kind of kinks we have best way to learn is to is what fred is to do it, it. To fail well yes and then fail <laughs> yes uh,
1: which we have done twice and but that's okay because with each failure, we learn one more thing that doesn't work
0: Take a seat with us here on the Front Porch Podcast. Welcome back here on the Front Porch Podcast here with Wimpy and Mr. Fred. Hey, good evening,
1: good afternoon, good morning, good whatever the hell it is. Nice to see you.
0: That's the beautiful thing about podcasts. Is you you can tune in and listen in at any time. At any here time. on Anchor FM. Uh, don't forget that we have a Patreon going. Patreon slash uh, Front Porch Podcast. We're on Facebook. We're on the Twitter at Podcast Front. Uh, Front Porch Podcast on Facebook. You can join the group. Join the discussion with everyone that we're having uh, about what we're talking about on our podcasts. Uh, We'd like to thank all the people who showed up, mainly Cryptic Saijin, for showing up to our live stream last Friday. We are planning on doing live streams every Friday from now on. Somewhere in that neighborhood of 25 to a half hour, we'll see how all the reaction goes. We like hearing uh, your feedback live, commenting with us. Uh, Along with that, we have our email, frontporchpodcast1 at gmail.com. Send that in. I read through them, see exactly what everyone thinks is is going on with the conversations that we're having. Uh, so, Fred, how you doing? Well, you know, really well.
1: I'm I'm healthier, and so that's good. I'm working my ass off, but that's all right. That's good for me,
0: and God knows we can use the money. Um, you you sound better than what I'm doing. I I am on like very little sleep, and I've got a terrible pounding sinus headache. So thanks for taking forever to get all this ready to go today, Fred. Well,
1: sorry. I did. You know, I had to upload the other podcast. We just uploaded episode 13, so you're going to want to check that out. Um, and we apologize for the for the mistakes in episode 12, but that was a beta test. For those who didn't notice it or didn't hear it. That was a beta test. We were trying doing the live thing. It's going to be better on Friday. So make sure you join us live on Friday.
0: Because of everything that we did on that first test, we were able, well, mainly me, because I'm in charge of doing it live. So I was able to figure out all the errors that we're having. Uh, We lost signal a couple times, figured out exactly what was causing it. uh, So we shouldn't have any problems going forward with that unless there's something catastrophic. And then with the sound, there were a couple of times where my audio cut out, and Fred was hard to hear, and there was a little bit of an echo. I was able to fix all of that, so going live, we should be good. So
1: Yes. We we hope
0: you join us on twitch.tv slash worldwide underscore wimpy. We're going to be moving that to the Front Porch Podcast uh, on Twitch eventually. Once I see that we get enough people doing it, so please join us. That'll be at uh, 5 p.m. Central. Does that sound good, Fred? So 4 p.m. your time. Uh,
1: that on Friday. That should be great. Yes. Yes.
0: All right. Perfect. So join us there. We'll post that out about 10 to 15 minutes before we go in uh, with everything that we're doing, uh, topic and getting going live. So, uh, Fred, yeah. you had something you wanted to talk well, about? Well, yeah, today. No, we
1: have we've gotten some interesting listener comments, and I first off. Thank you to everybody who was listening, both of you. No, uh, but thank you to that. And, uh, but we've gotten Mr. Z, and I'll just identify him that way, has sent me some. Mr.
0: Z, kind of like sounds like mystery. Yeah,
1: there you go, Mr. Z. But anyway, um, said that he found the podcast to be a breath of fresh air, and I think that's nice. Um, He also was talking about uh, that. I guess it was, he was talking about episode seven about Let Me Help, and he he said he has a son who is now 18, um, and he has a sister a year younger. Sent him a solidarity meme, and it said something like, don't throw away your love on those who don't deserve it. I told her that, he says, often those are the people who need love the most. And that the funny thing about love is that the more love one gives, the more love one receives back. It's not always from those undeserving of love but from others attracted to the love you give out unconditionally and sometimes those undeserving of love will share their love with you years later you can't just you can't give love away it just grows and spreads I thought that was a hell of a nice comment um so uh yeah i'm gonna buy that love is not pie you don't if if you give it out you don't have less than than you used to um he also asked if I've gotten a pop filter for my mic yet. No, but I do have a large sock over it because I could afford a sock, but not a pop filter. So, um, and Wimpy says it sounds better on his side. I hope it does. So, you know, um, and then well, on that uh,
0: comment you were saying about uh, the the idea of love, and I go back to a quote that I know from me watching all the stuff that I watch, and the quote. Uh, Sir Alexander Anderson of Helsing Ultimate Abridged, uh, he says, "If you cry for the stupid, you're going to be weeping all day." There's and good- I, I think that's that's kind of s- synonymous with what you're saying. Yeah, you know, if if you put all your energy into people, whether it's love, or affection, or hatred, eventually that's what's going to get returned back to you. So, in the case of stupidity, if you're weeping for the stupid people in the world. That's what's going to happen to you. You're going to become stupid because that's all you can focus on. There so. we have it.
1: And yeah, and I, you know, and I don't really weep for the stupid. Um, I do try to educate them. That was I spent 29 years doing that. In fact, and some people even think I was pretty good at it in my day. Um,
0: yeah. Well, I, I also saw an interesting claim by somebody on Twitter who I follow, which was, "You are the average of the five people you spend the most time with." And I was thinking to myself, you know, who do I spend the most time with? And I go, well, me, and then me, and mm-hmm. me, right, and then me, and me. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know where my average is coming from. Well,
1: you know, you spend some time with me, some with our listeners, uh, you know, and. I don't know. I talk to your family once in a while and you occasionally interact with someone on Facebook. I've observed that a few times. I understand wanting to be entirely solitary. If I were in charge of the universe, I would never leave my house again. I, people me. But the that's the lot.
0: weird thing is that, is that I, I interact with people, but it's more like I'm going towards them versus they come toward me kind of deal, which is yeah. fine with me. Honestly, I'm so extremely introverted and it, Makes me feel better. But it's it's like, who comes to me to interact? And it's like, well, really nobody. So I just kind of spend my time with myself. And then when something happens, I'll make a comment about it. Uh-huh, which uh-huh, is great. Uh-huh. Which is what I like to do. Which is why I'm doing this type of thing of podcasting and radio and all that fun jazz.
1: Yeah. And, you know, it's funny because you were brilliant on the phone when we used to to work at Alorica. And you were, you know, selling Uh, direct TV to people and things like, you could do it. You could talk to them. Great. Just, and I think we have that in common. So long as I don't actually have to be in the same room with them, I'm fine. Just don't make me, always give me the option of hanging up and getting the hell away. That's, you know.
0: I'm one of those people that I work best individually or uh in a really, really Big room of people yeah. where I'm The the center of you know if I'm Having a speech in front of people I'm fine Yeah you're in but if control I'm in, Yeah, if I'm, if I'm in a group of five Or six people you know a medium sized group mm-hmm. It just drains me I yeah. can't I, I, I don't function that way To where I can hold You know four or five different conversations I'll, I'll be engaged with all of them And that's the problem is that I'll hear Every single conversation going uh-huh. around me, understand it and then have to go in between it, somehow navigate it to where I can share an opinion with people and be able to 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 be understood You're versus right. you know if, if Fred, you interact with me all the time, yeah, yeah, uh my best skill is listening. Yes. I listen to people very well, so when yes. you tell me something, I hear it, I understand it, and then I'm able to regurgitate it back to you. Yeah, which is which is why people find me infuriating because I understand what they're saying and I listen to them. Yes. which is why no one ever wants anyone to actually listen to you; they just want to be heard. That's it. They just want to b- get it off their chest. So
1: <laughs> and please and please accept what I say without question. So you know, uh, yeah, I that's, say that's it. it that's, must be true, and leave it at that. So yeah, yeah um other comment that we got that i think is interesting i had posted on my page um i had asked a question and about 3 people bothered even to to say anything but i had posted are there any laws that you would break if they weren't against the law and mr z sent me a message and said um i can't think of any specific law that i follow just because it's a law except tax laws um which I think is interesting. Are there laws that are irrelevant, that there is no reason to make it a law because, you know, no one was ever going to break it anyway? What do we think about mm-hmm. this? And he says, I saw the question, and he said, I know Wimpy is sovereign. So, see, our, our listeners already know this about you. So I know. So... Talk to us. You start us off. I probably have a different view than you do because, you know, I'm Mr. Pacifist and things like that. But I'd like to hear. Talk to us about, uh, do we need? Are there laws that we should just throw out because they're pointless?
0: Uh, Number one is speeding laws. Only about 9% of accidents are caused by speeding. The number one cause of accidents in vehicles is user error. And it makes up like 84% of all causes of accidents Yeah, it is
1: essentially um, uh, And this is a place where I know Because I teach this for a living um, More than 90% of driver error is from inattention Someone is not paying attention you know,
0: and and this brings me to When I was helping my older brother Move to Arizona We drove through New Mexico And through the highway there They had these things called safety zones Where speeding tickets Fines were tripled uh-huh. And you looked around and it was nothing but Just the steady incline Up to the mountains There was no up and downs It was just a steady incline right. There was nothing around Because it was all New Mexico badlands uh-huh. And I talked. We had walkie-talkies because he was in the the moving vehicle. I was in the van with a six sister-in-law, two two toddlers, and two large dogs. Oh So man. that was my trip. Yeah, <laughs> but they were great. They were fantastic. Uh, well behaved. We only had a little bit of trouble in New Mexico when we got like a cell of thunderstorms hit us, and the dogs freaked out a little bit. But they uh-huh. were great. Good. But I. Went over on the on the walkie-talkie and I said, what the hell is a safety zone? It's not like there's going to be rocks falling on us. This all looks flat, open. The road is straight. We're just going up an incline. That's it. And it's not like, a oh, it goes from like 2,000 to 3,000 feet in, you know, 100 feet. No, it's a gradual incline. You're right. going up half an inch every 60 feet or something like that. Yeah. And he Googled it on his phone and... And he pulled up saying that it was used for Native American reservations and smaller settlements that were 30 miles off of the highway. That's how they generated tax revenue.
1: Uh, all right, all right, all right. I'm with you. So the idea is <laughs> we're going to triple fines here um, just because we need the money, uh, it, not yeah. because it's a particularly dangerous place. I'm with you. Yeah.
0: Okay. And that's that's all speeding tickets are period, is, is a way to generate revenue for the municipality. That's all it is.
1: Um, there, I hear that argument frequently in my defensive driving class, but particularly about um, uh, cameras, red light cameras, mm-hmm. and speed cameras, and things like that. Um, if you're in Arizona, Paradise Valley has more of them than any other uh, city. Evidently, some rich person who had nothing better to do with his life um, donated a whole ton of cacti, which is the correct plural of cactus, cactuses, right? To Paradise Valley, they hollowed them out and they hid cameras in them. Um, and probably one out of three or one out of four of the photo radar tickets that I get will be from Paradise Valley. And, that's, and a lot of people are saying, well, this is just how they raise their money. That may very well be. Now, speeding laws, uh, the the... You don't want to decide, well, everyone can go as fast as they want, because um, the faster you go, the longer it takes to stop. That has nothing to do with how good a driver you are. It is simple physics. If you're going 60 mm-hmm. miles an hour, you're going 100 feet a second. And you know it's the reason, for example, that distracted driving doesn't work. Um, studies mm-hmm. show that if you are texting and driving, you get a text, you Read it. Oh, that's cute. You type back LOL, you hit send. Um, Even if you are, you know, 16, 17 years old and and the world's fastest texter. I got a friend that can text at like 32,000 words a minute. I've never seen anything like this. But even if you're one of them and all you're sending is LOL, which is, by the way, the shortest text you're allowed to send, according to my texting experts. OK basically means you don't even give enough of a damn about me for three lousy characters. And just saying K is essentially flipping them off so lol shortest text you can send um seven seconds is the time it takes to get the text read the text um respond to the text send the text even if you are fast seven seconds now the, the when you're stopping we have react we have perception distance how how far does the car go from the time that your eyes see the problem up there Light travels through space up into your eyes and into your brain young folks can do that in about a quarter of a second i'm older than other people i need a half a second then you got uh reaction distance how far does your car go you know from the time that your brain says get your foot off of the accelerator move it over to the brake another quarter second for young folks another half second for me And then this is the same for everyone, and it's braking distance. And if you are going 60 miles an hour, um, you're going to go anywhere from 250 to 300 feet to stop that car. Um, If you're texting, that's another seven seconds. That's another 100 feet per second. You just added 700 feet to it. That's 1,000 feet you go before you stop. Um, Mm -hmm. And the faster you're going, the longer it takes to stop. Now... By no means do I think that, you know, we need a law for this or a law for that. I would hope to think that people would say, hey, look, there's no point in my going this fast. But that doesn't mean they do. Uh, so I, let I'm me, not sure Let me argue
0: this from, uh, from a different standpoint. Go for it. You know that I rode a motorcycle out in Arizona. I remember. Because you rode on the back of that thing.
1: Yes, I did. <laughs> Scared the hell out of me, but I remember, Yes.
0: So, I don't have the cage around me that everyone else does when you're driving. Right. So, the safest place for me to be when I ride a motorcycle is away from everyone else. Yes. Which means I either need to go faster than them or slower than them. And if I'm going slower than them, they catch up to me. Yes. Yes. So, me on a motorcycle, I am a thousand times safer going faster than the rest of traffic. ...than I am going with traffic. And I'm not saying, hey, the speed limit's 75, I'm going to go 120. No, I'm saying, I'm going to go 3 miles per hour faster than everyone else who's going 85 and a 75. I'm going to go 90, so that way I'm ahead of all of them. They're behind me, they can't clip me, they can see me, and I'm safe.
1: Now... Uh, you know, you talk about 75, you're 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 talking about on the interstate, a long trip like from Phoenix to Flagstaff or something.
0: If, if I am in a 30 mile per hour zone, the average driver goes about 39, right Fred? Somewhere uh, in there?
1: 35 to seven, 39, yes.
0: yes. Yeah, 7 to 10 miles per hour faster than the speed limit, okay? Which mm-hmm. automatically disqualifies any fact that you have a speed limit because people go faster than the speed limit everywhere. Yes. And it's most people, so it's stupid. Well... But that's not the point. The point is is that in order for me to go in that 30 to be safe, to actually be safe and be the reason why I would be in an accident in a motorcycle is for me to be faster than all of them. Uh But then that requires me to be skilled in riding the motorcycle, which I am. I, I know how much distance I needed to stop my motorcycle. I know how to stop it properly. I've never flipped over on it. I've never burnt out on a motorcycle because i rode it safely i rode it in an aggressive style to keep me safe but when i was in that zone where i was safe i was safe now
1: all right here's the thing on the freeway you know if you're making a long trip i will agree that you can have great distance between you and the person in front of or the person behind you there is no question about that but you, you know you remember phoenix and you know i i can't really talk to la or chicago but just a basic busy road uh camelback in phoenix now going faster than everyone else doesn't keep you ahead of anybody because you are going to i mean there is traffic everywhere you can't Mm -hmm. get out of i mean you can't you want to
0: stay between the groups of traffic that's the idea so you have to be going faster Than the people behind you And you have to give yourself enough distance To stop before the people in front of you right.
1: So you gotta be slower <laughs> Than the people in front of you
0: and uh, Well you've, you've gotta find a happy medium Yes if, if, if you are Catching up to the people in front of you Because they're going Slower than the traffic that's coming uh-huh. You gotta get past that Too You gotta put them behind you
1: But again, no matter where you go, you're going to find, you know, and then of course there is the fact that a lot of times that's just not even an option. We sit for, you know, you put along at six miles an hour for quite a long time. I mean, go down, you know, go downtown and I'm positive it's the same in Chicago or New York or LA. Go at rush hour and (laughs) good luck doing 35. You'd be phenomenal to make it to 10, you know, and that's not a question of the law. That's a question of
0: Get the hell out of my way
1: There's all these other people there
0: Um, Well then, then it's Most traffic jams are caused by People who don't understand how to Drive So in Iowa when I would go see my brother Who lived in Cedar Rapids Before he moved to Arizona They put up yield Signs for merging traffic Not yield Signs for the highway people but yield Signs for the people Getting on Yes and what happened was, all the dopes stopped. They didn't yield. They stopped.
1: All right, because they don't know the difference
0: now. Here's yeah, question. they don't. And, and tra- the 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 uh, the merging, the the high merging traffic lights that are out in Arizona. So if you're not familiar with this, this is one of their ways to deal with congestion. It doesn't work. No, I it know it doesn't work. It's a lie. But anyway. They have signals for people to who are getting onto the highway to stop and then a little bit of road for them to get up to speed to merge on. The problem is, is that the merging lane isn't long enough. Yeah. <laughs> so they stop these people, they give them 50 feet to get up to 75 miles per hour, and in Arizona, especially in the Central Valley, if you're going to 75, you're going to get hit. You need to be going 85, because well, <laughs> everyone goes 85. So... You get fifty feet essentially to get up to speed, which isn't enough. So what happens? Well then you have to try and merge on and then it slows down traffic and then you have a traffic jam. Brilliant. Now, we
1: can (laughs) you know and you can debate the the quality of drivers and, and the necessity of those but here's the question. Let's assume for a minute that we repealed all the speeding laws. What do you see would be the consequence of this?
0: A Darwinism.
1: Explain. Okay, so you're going to say stupid people are going to get themselves killed.
0: Yes. Yeah, and they're they're very good at that, you know, because then they either drive without their seatbelt on, or you know, they drive drunk under the influence of something. They drive. Yeah. While they've been up for twenty seven hours straight. Except that they, they already
1: don't just, do it, but they and don't they just already
0: kill. kill people doing That's it. That's
1: what I was going to say. They don't just kill themselves, right? And so I could be the world's greatest driver. But, you know, some drunk driver comes down the road 124 miles an hour. It doesn't have anything to do
0: with how good a driver I am. He hits me and I'm dead. And but that's, that, that's why the key is putting them behind you.
1: Well, yeah, great. Except if he's coming up behind me at 124 miles an hour again. You know, I... He can't hit you if you're on no...
0: 121.
1: Well, you know what? I don't think I will. So, you know, I mean, and part of the reason for that is because I'm doing 121 to keep up, you know, to keep the guy who's the drunk driver doing 124 from catching up to me. And he will inevitably do the math. But because I'm doing that when, you know, uh, five, 600 feet in front of me, uh, big rig jackknifes. Good job. Uh Now I'm going to be able to stop.
0: But here's, here's where we turn this into something constructive. Speeding laws? Dumb. Stupid. Only purpose is to generate revenue. All right. But let's say, for example, we start saying we have lane designations. If you want on a highway going between 40 and 60, you get two right lanes. If you want to go 60 to 80, you get two middle lanes. If you want to go as fast as you want, you get the left lane. Okay. And that's it. And that's all you have to do. A Boom. There you go. Lane designations... For everyone who wants to go their preferred speed, so uh-huh. and, and guess what? It would suck if if someone goes slower than you in the fa- in the fast lane. Well, then guess what? You're gonna have to merge over into another lane and go slower than what you want, or you know that they, it's one of those things where it works itself out eventually. I suppose. you know that whole left lane's gonna go slow as soon as somebody wants to merge. But the idea is is that you put in this system of, of simulated speed. Because I guarantee you, if you put it in that way and you say the left is the fastest, the left lane is only going to go about three to five miles per hour faster than the two middle lanes anyway. Mm-hmm. Right. Because people need to move in and out. Yeah. But if you give the whole road, all the lanes the same speed, you're going to fuck it up. So if you start designating this lane only this This speeds. Okay. These lanes only these speeds. This lane as fast as you want. I guarantee you, you will see traffic jams eliminated because then everyone's going to be moving at the pace that they want to move. The, The 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 fake perception of getting what you want, self gratification. Yes. And now all of a sudden, traffic's flowing better because now all of a sudden you don't have the really fast person in the right lane and the really slow person in the left lane.
1: You oh, stick to is. your
0: lane. And then you find people who don't stick to those rules. Instead of just one broad speed, you you basically mm-hmm. use those red light cameras, you put them over overpasses, and you know you can look down at, and see how they work. They mm-hmm. do it in England with average speeds, and then they find you if you're above that average speed. Well, why don't we do it that way? You put in the average speed cameras, you watch all the lanes, and anyone who is on... Or not in the speeds in these designated speed lanes. You find them, <laughs> boom. Well,
1: and so there it problem is, problem solved. Like, and so there it is, ladies and gentlemen. Wimpy has now solved traffic problems for us. Wasn't really where I was going with the idea about you know would you are there laws you would break if they weren't illegal, but nevertheless it was it it proved interesting. Is he right? Uh, because should, my point, my abandon- point would
0: always be, my point has always been, if you have. Correct laws that work, functioning laws that work, I don't have a problem with them. Yes. But if you have stupid laws for the sole purpose of making money, uh-huh. well, then, you know, who cares? Find me for whatever you want. It doesn't yeah. matter. But my, my
1: thought was actually this, is that, for example, um, it's against the law to kill somebody. However, that's not why I don't kill anybody. And I don't think that's why most people don't kill anybody. It's not that I'm worried about going to prison. It's that I'm not a dick. And, you know, we don't kill. Um, Now, what I'm interested in next is I would love to hear from our listeners. Did Wimpy just solve traffic? Why? Why not? Um, Would you kill people if it weren't illegal? And if you would, you're scaring me, dude. Um, But anyway, those are things that I think I would love to hear from our listeners about. So please... Leave us some comments, tell us what's going on, and, uh, and we'll go from there.
0: Yeah, I just want to take a quick break if you want, Fred. I There is something I want to discuss with you because it was something I was reading about good. that infuriates me. And I think you, you'll have enough meat with it that you'll have a good idea about it.
1: Good. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a short pause. We'll bring you maybe a little music in between. And uh, we'll come right back for part two. So um, remember, there's always somebody on the front porch. We'll be right back.
2: It's all so clear, you're coming down. Try to keep your head above the green clouds, I saw it all. The dream. What the hell is right? What the hell is so, so wrong? What the hell is right? What the hell is so wrong? And they say, down, makes a fanatic of a man. I draw myself to the day to day. What goes up, I'll come down. What goes up must come down, 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 down. I love myself to What goes up must come down, Whoa, uh, uh, oh, oh, down, 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 down. And you say, You're gonna tear us down. Well, I a very small calamity. Kill my faith in humanity, but I can still say. The black and white on that wall We're getting so tired But we're not gonna fall It's my way It's my way It's my way It's my way I see it down, 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 down oh, myself in a bit of age What goes on must come down oh, must come down goes some up come down uh. us down. Fill us full of calamity and kill my faith in humanity, but I can still see the black and white on that wall. We're getting so tired, but we're not gonna fall. It's my way. It's my way. It's my way. It's my way. It's down, 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 oh, yeah. I drove myself to the day, what goes up, I'll come down. Come down,
0: down, 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 down about the air. What goes on, i down oh, oh. Down, down, down Have a thought or a conversation, Sutter? Podcast one at gmail.com Or tweet us at PodcastFront So Fred, it's November 5th it is. Remember, remember. You know what that means, right? Remember, remember, the 5th of November. Yes, yes. It's Guy Fawkes night.
1: So, do you have plans, Mr. Sovereign Citizen? Uh, no,
0: no, because anyone who plans using that mask, uh, you know, the gunpowder plot, it was actually meant to bring in sacred religious order back into england because you know they broke away from the catholic church because henry the eighth you know he wanted a a son right so Uh you know he married all those women and didn't produce him a son and so he's like well i can't get divorced so i have to make a new church and so these clowns who wear the guy fawkes masks and the gunpowder plot wanted to blow up the house of lords wearing these masks wanted to put a catholic bishop in charge of the city And now it's been appropriated by people such as Anonymous and all these political protesters. These idiots, and this is what I wanted to talk about. Go ahead. Appropriating people that they should not ever want to emulate. And I'm bringing this into modern day. Okay. Uh, You know all the problems going on in Chile, right?
1: Uh, Why don't you explain them? I know I have vague stuff. I have vague information, but I don't have anything specific. And I'm
0: Okay, so in Chile, there have been protests and riots over eh, authoritarian slash proletariat rule, kind of pocketing all the money that they can. And some of them have been painting their face up like the Joker.
1: Ah, all right. No, I did not know this.
0: All right. And and some people like to do it here in the United States. They'll paint their face up as a Joker, put... An anonymous mask on, a Guy Fawkes mask on, or or something along those lines. And I have a a real problem with this. And here's where I want to go with you, Fred. Since You are a learned man. You love Shakespeare. I do. My favorite pre-20th century character in any literature is the villain of Othello. Iago. Iago. Iago.
1: Yes, Iago. Yes.
0: Fascinating character. Mm Mm-hmm. You would never want to emulate him because he was a rotten bastard. Yes. He broke up a happy, loving couple because he was a bigot.
1: And he actually caused a murder, you may recall. I mean, didn't Multiple it, it, it murders didn't work out well for Desdemona? So, you know,
0: no. Yeah. no, neither did it work out for Othello because he died too. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, he was never a fascinating character. Interesting psychology to how he works. But you would never want to be like him. The Joker. My favorite 20th century fictional character. Uh-huh. Fascinating psychology behind the character. But not someone the, you the want to emulate. Personification of purely chaotic, evil person. Do you think he's evil or well, do you he, think
1: he's amoral? I think he just doesn't
0: care. Uh, no, he's evil. He, okay. he, he purposely does stuff to harm people. That's, that's his whole, whole goal. Someone who's amoral would do stuff that would also include not harming people. They would just do it because they would want to do it. So so it just so happens that sometimes they do stuff that has collateral damage with it. No, the Joker purposely wanted to cause harm to people. All right. He has always wanted to do that. Yeah, So he's perfectly chaotic, evil, akin to Hitler, okay? All right. So, but people, again... A fascinating character. You can look at how he's written, how he's performed, and say, Wow, this character is popping off the screen. And he pops off the screen on purpose uh-huh. because he's so radically different than anything else. Yeah. But that's that that's that's about where you should stop with that, with saying you recognize he's radically different, but he's killing a whole bunch of people, he's causing riots because he he just wants to. And so Go ahead. People taking up the guy, Fox Mask, painting himself up like Joker, acting like Iago. W- what are you doing? You you're doing it to give yourself some anonymity, I think. But the real heroes of, of justice, they they show their face, and
1: uh, well, it has now, to come now, from the superhero complex. If you're going to bring up the Joker, um, who's uh-huh. the hero of justice there? That would be um, Batman. Tell me the. Last Commissioner time. Gordon. Okay, but Batman. Commissioner does, Gordon. But Batman doesn't show his
0: face, and Commissioner Gordon's but, a great. But Batman's guy, but a Batman's vi- the vigilante. He he's he's going against the law.
1: Yes, but he doesn't show his face, and he actually is the good guy. He is the protagonist, and he's always the one that brings. About he's the, the
0: protagonist chain. that doesn't make him the good guy.
1: All right. The good guy right. in
0: Batman is Commissioner Gordon, who says it has to be done by law. Now, Batman. He does do a lot of things by law, but there's a lot of things he doesn't do by the law. He flies around in the Batwing. You need to clear, at, you know, the, yes. the the fly. In order to fly, you have to File be registered a
1: flight plan and all of this. Yes, I understand. Yes, yes, yes. yes. So and he doesn't drive the Batmobile at. The normal speed limit, so... Uh,
0: exactly, yeah. exactly. And again, you know, so, which
1: takes us right back where we were in the first place, are there laws that should be ignored? And who gets to ignore and them? And there's a reason
0: why he wears a mask, because he doesn't want the persecution to come to his real person. Yes. Right? right? That's why he wears it. Which is the only thing I give credit to Superman for. I find Superman boring, basic, dull as a story... But the fact that Superman... and and, Have you ever seen Kill Bill Volume 2? No, I haven't. Alright, so at the end... uh, So the premise is... uh, uh, The bride, who is Uma Thurman... She gets kicked out of this gang. She ends up meeting up with her ex-fiance... Slash baby daddy. And at the end... He he starts going on this villain monologue. And he goes... "I, I love Superman. But unlike everyone else... He was born Superman. Spider-Man got his powers from being bitten by a a, a radioactive spider. Uh The X-Men were a mutation off of something. He was born Superman. His costume was human being. Yes. So he put on the glasses, put on the suit, and acted like he saw human beings. Uh Cowardly, slow, stupid. But when he was Superman, he was all these other different things. All right. And when he was Superman... He didn't wear a mask. So when he was really himself,
1: then he's not with- His face okay, was yes. exposed. Now I'm with you. Okay.
0: Yeah. So to me, if you want to be a hero of justice, you have to show your face.
1: All right. All right. Now is Batman, whether a, in, is Batman a hero?
0: No, he's a vigilante.
1: Okay. But you don't think of it as a he's,
0: hero. he's a good vigilante, but he's not the hero.
1: Because I always, you know, when I was a little boy, and of course my Batman was Adam West, okay? We're not talking uh-huh. about a very serious Batman. But that was who I wanted to be, was Batman. Mm-hmm. You know, because he's the great hero, and, you know, the mask is cool, but I always saw him as the hero. He always stops the Joker, uh, you know, and mm-hmm. or the Penguin or, or the Riddler. But or did he else. require
0: the mask to stop all those villains?
1: Well, he always used it. You never you you never why? saw Bruce Wayne get into a, a Pow Biff Bam battle. It was exactly. always Batman and Robin.
0: The real Batman, Bruce Wayne, never put his legacy, his name, his family, his face to it. He always used something to cover it up. Mm-hmm. Because he knew if he didn't cover it, people would be going for him. Either violently or financially or, or some way politically. Yeah. To, to disparage his name. Yeah. So, which I can understand.
1: Which they but did with think the more of... serious Batman anyway. I mean, as I recall, uh, there are several movies where Batman is getting nothing but bad publicity from, uh, uh, you know, uh, Gotham mm-hmm. City Papers. I forgot what the hell the name of the paper is. But, they're you know, nothing but bad publicity uh, for, for being essentially oh, a vigilante, as you explained it. Mm-hmm. So,
0: and, and again this is not saying that, that Batman is a villain, no he does do good things uh-huh. but real heroes the ones that, that put in the tread work and, and Batman has always argued this and they, they discuss it during the Dark Knight, the second Christopher Nolan movie yeah. which is an overrated piece of garbage movie by the way, I know that's a real hard stance to, to take, everyone loves it but it's a bad movie <laughs> he talks about needing mm-hmm. Heroes that Goth- Gotham can see, and he, he puts that into Harvey Dent. Yeah, and and Harvey Dent was a previous comic book character who was that White Knight until somebody threw acid in his. He becomes Two Face
1: Two-Face then, right? <laughs> Isn't
0: that how that goes? And and that's yeah. And and you look at it. All most of Batman's villains, outside of four of them, their face is exposed. Penguin, Mister mm-hmm. Freeze, Two Face. You name them, their face is exposed.
1: Riddler wears a mask, doesn't he? Uh,
0: yes, And but, Catwoman, uh, I think
1: she wears a mask, too?
0: Depends, because there are certain, uh, certain circumstances where she doesn't have her mask out, and she's with Batman. Yeah. So... Okay. It's 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 one of these weird things where... it I don't know if it's a statement on a trusting face for a villain, or, or something like that, that you can never trust somebody's face... Mm-hmm. but it's 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 weird and i want to get kind of back on on the subject of it it's Go ahead. I, I don't especially with the new joker movie and everyone's oh it's acted well it's written well I'm like, and i wrote this before it came out and i said i'm sure the movie's going to be acted well shot well edited well advertised well but you never ever make a character like the joker the protagonist in any story you can't do it without fundamentally changing his character.
1: Because, you mean because he is essentially evil and you're not going to get us to vote or to, to root for someone who is essentially yes. evil?
0: Yeah. So it, it would be like taking Iago and saying, well, we're going to focus the story around Iago. Actually, they do. But instead but, of...
1: yeah, um, but, but we don't uh, see him as... The, he's the antagonist, but he really is the central yeah. character. I think but, that play is misnamed. It really should be called Iago.
0: You're you're correct, but but he never acts as a protagonist. No, he is always and, the
1: antagonist. But is it? No, I haven't and, seen the new Joker film. Is he not the antagonist? It's anymore? very
0: it's very similar to V for Vendetta, which is why I brought up Guy Fawkes Day. All right, the V for Vendetta, yeah, agent of of change, the one that it focuses on as the actual agent uh-huh. is not a good person. Well, he's not
1: okay. He certainly is taking action against the corrupt. He kidnapped
0: government. a woman and yeah, mentally know. abused her for a couple of months until she submitted to his will. Yeah,
1: one doesn't exactly that. That's not the sort of behavior of which I normally would approve.
0: And then he proceeded to murder cops. Yeah,
1: but you know,
0: and nevertheless,
1: but we do kind of <laughs> like him, don't we? I mean, we do. I, you, you I do didn't like him. I form. I
0: I do not like that movie at all. Okay, at all. all right. I I think it's. I think it's cluttered, I think it's a mess I think it plays to a certain demographic Of people who look for Those antagonists to idolize And listen, all of my Favorite characters in fiction Are antagonists mm-hmm. No matter what you ask me Favorite Shakespeare character, Iago right. Iago's great Comic book character, Joker, great My favorite pro wrestlers Ever are all the heel The bad guy And it's because you can look at them and see how out of place they are. That's the point. That's why they're so bad. They're supposed to look out of place. Yeah. And so when you behave like them, you look out of place. And that's this is coming from someone who doesn't like government as it is. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't want government. Who doesn't want laws. But I understand the idea of treating people how they should be treated.
1: So that, you know what, you've taken us full circle back to the original question, and that is, do we really need laws? I mean, and you're doing it fictionally, but the Joker is going to do what he is going to do without regard to the law.
0: And so does Batman. And,
1: right, but...
0: So does Superman. But
1: but you know what, most of us, there are laws that we follow because we have to, but... I, most of the, uh, you don't have, I you, don't you, you never because,
0: have to do anything uh, no but
1: i have to if i don't want to get arrested or shot or something else but
0: well one of one of my biggest ways of if you're not happy with government or who you have as elected officials my my i tell people well your best way to protest is to not pay taxes
1: and yeah and actually the government thinks i owe them obscene amounts of money and that they're welcome to think that and i probably do but I will never in my life have enough money to pay them back. They keep taking my whatever taxes I get back at the end of every year. They take those and that probably is enough to cover the last penalty, but
0: the secret is, is they keep people scared and complacent. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the biggest circus trick right there. That's the, the ball cup, moving it around card up my sleeve trick. If we give you the perceived, Threat of punishment, people comply. Why? Why? Because if if afraid. everyone in the country doesn't pay taxes, what are they going to do? They're going to knock on every single freaking door. Yeah. No, they're not going to do that. And if they, Th- it, they'll get a signal. And actually, <laughs> in order to do
1: that, they would need to pay someone to do that. And with what money would they pay them? Since the entire exactly. country quit paying taxes, so.
0: <laughs> it's so, an Ouroboros. It's a snake eating its own tail. Yeah, there we have. It's it. It's brilliant. It,
1: it actually <laughs> is. So all you have to do, uh, Wimp, is you got to convince. Uh, what are we? I think three hundred twenty-three million now. Um, although a lot of those are kids, so we'll cut it down. We'll just call it three hundred million. All you got to do. Guess what? All is convince all the old people hate paying people taxes. Not to pay their taxes. So.
0: All the old people hate paying taxes. All the Republicans hate paying taxes. Oh, tell me anyone who
1: likes paying taxes. I mean, I'm I'm a liberal Democrat, and I don't like... I do it because I like some of the... And this is the thing. There are some things that we do with tax money I like. I'm rather fond of having roads and firefighters and police officers and hate teachers. I like those things. And now, if it were in an ideal universe... My tax money goes precisely to the things that I want it to go to and not to things that I hate. And, and there would be the most effective way of, of actually having a representative, dem- or, you know, a, a, an actual democracy. Those of us that like Yeah, teachers, no
0: representation. Yeah,
1: no. Those, I mean, you just put in, you know, um, here, here's my taxes for the year. And here are the places where you may spend them. And I just click, you know, this box and that box. So I'm going to click the teacher box, the firefighter box, the roads box, you know, the police box. I'm going to click those things. Hell, as far as that goes, I would click a Medicare for All box. And no, I'm not going to click the blow-up Syria box, you know.
0: Our whole nation is built or was built off of one idea. The one idea we went to war for. Which was what?
1: No taxation No taxation.
0: And if the person who I voted for doesn't get into office, isn't that the same thing? Now there's an idea. Right? I voted for this person, but he didn't win. So therefore, the person who I didn't vote for should not be allowed to represent All me. Right. Because I didn't choose so that. So here's the
1: thing. Um, you know, one of the reasons that we always had representative democracy is that you know with, with with a large population you cannot possibly take a well, vote about well, everything when,
0: but now wait when the constitution was written almost a third of the whole population were slaves uh-huh. and most of the population couldn't read right and that
1: was the problem and but i mean you couldn't really expect to take a vote with everyone uh, particularly in those days because it would take days weeks months to come up with all of that information so, and, you, but if you want to talk about everything. Fred, you remember thing.
0: 2000. Yes. Fred, you remember 2000. How long chats. did that take to figure yes. out?
1: But here is my new suggestion then. Uh, if we're going to get radical, let's get all the way radical. Dump government, dump representative democracy. Now, everybody, and we make sure everybody has access to one, but everybody gets on the computer and says, I want this, 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 and that. And this is where my money is going. This is what I want to do. And, you know, what popular programs will be popular and unpopular programs won't be. And that will be that. And
0: well, you know, Welcome to my philosophy, Fred. I finally pulled you over.
1: Well, now, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard another extraordinary idea. Not only do we question which laws we should be obeying, but we don't, rec- we, but, but we don't recommend emulating the, the Guy Fox or the Joker or, or, you know, as far as that goes, Hannibal Lecter would probably not be a good guy to be.
0: And not a good guy to follow, and, no. And
1: we're overthrowing the government by saying there will be no more representative democracy. Everyone is equal. Everybody votes on everything. And, we can, and the thing is, now we can do it easily. Just put everybody online, let them vote about any issue that matters, right, you know, and, and and let us spend our taxes which, our which way. Which, by
0: the way, today is an election day for certain states, and yes. I've already seen that there has been election fraud in Ohio.
1: Now, do, uh, just very quickly, what do we mean? Did, they, did somebody hack a computer or what? No,
0: no, they were representatives of a certain political party handing out practice ballots. That looked exactly like the real ballots, like the same color and same location. Only they had a certain political party members highlighted for you to vote for and said at the bottom, this is only a test or representation of the sponsored by this political group. And it's two people and they're going to get misdemeanors. They should be going to jail. Yeah. But they were committing election fraud. Wow. Wow. So welcome yeah, welcome yeah. to
1: the United States in
0: 2019. Um, welcome to Ohio. Yes. Uh, uh, very high on my list of places I would eradicate from the face of the earth. Well, I don't think I would eradicate anywhere, but thanks for the idea.
1: Um, and, and uh,
0: there's, there's lots of places I would eradicate from the face of this earth, and we would all be better for See, it. you would
1: get along really well with my roommate, Hillary, who was probably the head of Slytherin House and once advocated... That you know, we'll just wipe out the population of China and plant trees all the way throughout China, and then we will fix climate change and population all at one.
0: See, where where I would just say I would do that to Southern Illinois.
1: Wait. Yeah, but it's not a big enough population. So you know, if you're <laughs> if you're going to if you're going to be you know the evil maniac, you got to get big, dude. I mean, you know, Southern Illinois is only what a couple million people. China you're in what well, I don't even know what the population is but it's massive and so we just wipe out like a quarter of the earth's population and plant trees and hey we're good to go. Yes, these are the strange and twisted people with whom I spent my time. If I'm the average of the five people with whom I spend my time, oh my god, am I in trouble? But anyway, you're a
0: monster friend. Really you're am. a monster. I really
1: am. Um folks we want to thank you for being with us today and we know that we've 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 run pretty long but I think you've had a really good time this has been an interesting conversation and we really do want to hear your thoughts uh that we've given you lots to discuss here um you can record a voice message no one's done it yet and i keep waiting you can record a voice message on anchor this works better on the anchor app than just clicking the link you might want to get that app it also works pretty well on spotify which i really need to download for my phone but you got to have wi-fi blah 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 but you might want to check into those things and Whippy, tell them what else they need to be doing
0: uh we've got our patreon front porch podcast on patreon we got our Facebook page, Front Porch Podcast. Join the group. Likes. We'll have discussions up there. We're on Twitter, at Podcast Front. We're going to be on Twitch doing our live show Fridays, Fridays. at 5 p.m. Central. Yes. Uh, Twitch.tv forward slash worldwide underscore wimpy. We'll be posting links up there about 10 minutes before we go live. Once we get enough people on the Patreon, we're going to have our own Discord. Where we can have interactive conversations with you all the time, and have hopefully once everything comes in, people calling us up, and we'll have you live on the show. Which would be Twitch. even better.
1: Which would be even better. yeah yeah yeah. We're,
0: we're we're gonna be treating this like it's an actual, well, I mean, a podcast is an actual radio broadcast, but we're gonna make sure we're gonna be as interactive with you as possible. Our Gmail uh, email, which is frontporchpodcast1, all lowercase, at gmail.com. Send and it's that the number one, check by it the out. way.
1: Yes, it's not yeah, it's O-N-E, the, number, the one. number one, yes.
0: Yep. So Get in contact with us. Tell us what you think. We'll, we'll get back to what we did with this show, we opened up with your comments and responding back to it, we want to hear what you think. Yes. So please, let us stop.
1: And quickly, I'd like to thank uh, Corey Cottrell for the music that we used, and, um, and I want to make sure that you guys will all remember come back to the front porch, because remember, there's always somebody on the front porch. The
2: way your sides fill up the night The way our eyes reflect the light